I think what we're going to try to do in the in the days and weeks ahead is really narrow down the number of options. So obviously, one of the big questions is just the viability of of, uh, of playing this year and kind of under what circumstances can we play. Got our team presidents, in, including Chris Preston, working hard on a, on you know these scenarios. I think we'll try to we'll try to get ourselves to a position where we really know what the one or two ways we might be able to pull this off uh, will look like. Of course, the evaluation there is uh, there's kind of the health and health and safety, you know, kind of medical side, and then there's the the financial viability questions that uh, will have to be answered. The other is, you know, we're, we're now, and I've been asked by the governors to really focus on kind of when will we need to know? So I've been challenged to come back to the governors with, uh, you know, with a recommendation on kind of, you know, our go, no go date. And that's something, you know, that I, I've, I've really kind of avoided up to this point, but I, I, I take uh, good guidance from the governors that I think it's kind of time for us to really think about when will we need to make a, a final decision on our uh, on our season status so that's really where we are today lots of work being done lots of people fully engaged in the exercise uh it looks like you've kind of taken a step this week and by uh, the sounds of all reports we've heard that uh, allowing players back into team facilities were allowed by local health authorities and and in their province and in their cities i guess that's the first step to what you hope is many steps uh going forward yeah that's right you know that's um Obviously, nothing nothing is more important right now than um, than the health and safety of all of our people, including our including our fans. Uh, but you know the the opportunity to reopen the facilities to to training, I think is uh, you know is a positive step. Of course, it's it's a long way from where we ultimately want to be. But uh, but boy, in this in the midst of this crisis, you take progress any uh, anywhere you can get it. Have you got any idea of how many teams are taking advantage of that now? Well, everybody's currently uh, working with, their, you know, with their uh, regional healthcare authority. You know, the the and this is what I said in a memo that uh, that went out is obviously they have to follow their they have to follow their local protocols, and they have to be certain that they have the systems in place to ensure that they are compliant with the requirements uh, laid out by their by their local authorities so everyone's doing that analysis today you know we've asked them to advise us you know if and when they're ready to go and uh, and answer the question have they are they fully in compliant compliance with uh, the requirements and then of course it's not just enough to to have a plan to be in compliance with them you actually have to do it so you know our our, our plan is to monitor this carefully uh, you know across the country and and uh, and hopefully as many of our teams can you know can open their facilities uh, as possible. Can you tell me what kind of feedback, if any, you've had from the Eskimos on this? Um, well, you know, Chris has been a part of all of these discussions, and I I can't uh, I can't speak specifically to where the Eskimos are in the process, but uh, Chris has been at the table participating, uh, you know, in all of these issues. And at some point, uh, you know, the Eskimos and, and their board will, you know, will make the decision, uh, you know, can they comply with uh, health care requirements and, and then they'll, they'll they'll act accordingly with, with our full support. Is the toughest thing about dealing with this, Randy, the fact that there's just so many unknowns that the answer to so many questions people have is, I don't know? 
Yeah, uh, Morley, it is. Uh, I, I think you've uh, framed the question correctly. Uh, look, it, it's weird because no matter how hard you try or no matter how many ways you want to frame this, the fact of the matter is there's still a, a pile of questions that have to be answered. And, you know, whether it's uh, the NHL, the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball or the CFL, we're all largely in the same spot. You know, there are things that we definitely want to do. Uh, the question will be, can we do them? Uh, and, and those questions, uh, you know, we can we advance on on the possibility of how we can operate. But we don't know for sure until uh, some some answers. Uh, we get some answers to important questions. The NHL has rolled out their return to play plans. Uh, how in depthly have you looked at it? And when they do that, is there something you can get out of it from the Canadian Football League angle and say, "Hey, that's a good idea. Maybe we could do that," or "That's not going to work for us." Uh, do you pay much attention to how other leagues are handling this? Oh my gosh, yes. You know, we've been we've been in conversations and you know watching all of the all of the leagues. You know, kind of trying to glean from them some of the insights that they may have. So absolutely, there's there's no reason there would be no good reason, from my view, to ignore the work that's being done by the other leagues. And you know, obviously, the NHL uh, have a tremendous organization. And if we can learn a lesson or two from what they're attempting to do, we will. So the answer is we're looking closely at what they've done. And we do hope to take a, a, a lesson or two out of what, uh, of what they've put out uh, at this point. What is the major difference between the NHL, the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, uh, them coming back, and the Canadian Football League coming back? Uh, Canadian Football League, as we joke, it's different than everything else in the world, it seems. Uh, and there are, I guess, different complications for you than there are for uh, NHL teams and NBA teams to come back. Uh, tell me those main differences and how you have to try and tackle those. Yeah, well, look, at, in some level, obviously, the size and scope of our rosters is uh, is a challenge, and uh, and our game is our game, of course, in uh, in dealing with a virus that is a contact a virus, uh, and we play the ultimate contact sport. It's uh, you know it, it presents some unique challenges. Not that those might not be able to be overcome. But Morley, the answer is that uh, all of those leagues you just described are working in, um, you know, the big U.S. market with gigantic TV revenue deals that we simply don't have. So, you know, for Canadian football fans and, and football fans, they know that we are a, you know, we're a bums in the seats league. And, and uh, boy, one day we'd, we'd like to have, and, and in fact, our 2.0 strategy is, is set to kind of open the doors to longer term, longer term, uh, bigger, you know, uh, broadcast revenue streams. But for now, the biggest challenge we face that's unique is that, uh, you know, our economics make it very difficult to think about playing without uh, fans in the stands. Um, and, and then I, having said that, despite that, we're going to exhaust all options to see if we can't find a way to play this season under either, you know, some kind of socially distant scenario uh, or without fans, uh, but you know, we want to say in the end, wh whatever we choose to do, we want to be able to say to our fans that we tried everything, we exhausted all options. Is hub cities pretty much the only scenario that leagues can look at right now? Well, I don't know. It's the only scenario. It's certainly one that we are looking at. You know, it is a very interesting, if not very complex, uh, uh, issue. And you know, how do you how do you do it? Uh, 
you know, I think you can, you've been around the game a long time, Morley, you'll, you'll know uh, housing uh, football teams, uh, slightly different than housing a basketball team, uh, even frankly, quite different than housing uh, uh, hockey teams. It's a lot of people. It's a, it's a gigantic ecosystem. Um, how do you do it? Uh, the, the issues around testing, all of those things uh, would have to be satisfied. But, you know, again, it's one of the things that we are looking at, because again, going back to my earlier point, we, we need to be able to say in the end to our fans that uh, if, if, we, if we can't play, uh, it's not because we didn't try. And, uh, you know, of course, the challenges are twofold. One is just the issue of health and safety and uh and not wanting to not wanting to exacerbate this problem and then the second is you know what uh what would be the outcome from a financial point of view uh given that we were you know we we lean so heavily to um to needing uh needing fans in the stands 